Canton's Morning News with Pam Cook continues now. All right, things are uh, coming along. We're moving towards the big events this weekend and really looking forward to it. A lot of folks are looking forward to showing off the Hall of Fame Village, and this gentleman included. We have on our WHBC Newsline, as we do every Monday morning, State Senator Kirk Schering. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Pam. How are you? Doing doing fine. We're, it's, you know, we're getting into that very, very busy, busy time right now, but it's always a lot of fun. Yes, it is. And as you and Jim Michaels have been indicating all morning, this is the kickoff of Enshrinement Week, uh, where we pay tribute to this year's class of football greats. So they'll be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So that's important. We all love to rally around that. But it's also a time, in my opinion, for us to put a spotlight on our community and the great things that are happening here. And again, you've been talking about some of it already. Uh, but first and foremost, no, most notably, uh, we're the home of the nation's premier sports museum. And now, of course, uh, part and parcel to that is this thing we call Hall of Fame Village, which is a, a Disney-like uh, uh, small-scale attraction uh, to complement the hall. One thing I heard you talk about earlier, Pam, and I think it needs to be emphasized, is that there is a distinction between the non-profit Hall of Fame Museum and the for-profit Hall of Fame Village. They're two separate entities. Right. And I have to, you know, tip my hat to uh, our new president of the Hall of Fame, Jim Porter, who's re-engaging our community uh, and making them feel like they're a valuable partner uh, with the Hall of Fame. Uh, there were some who thought that maybe that was lacking in the past, and Jim is making that one of his top priorities. The other thing that's going on at the Hall that you'll be hearing about in the future, and I talked to Jim yesterday, he told me it was okay to tip my hand a little bit, but they're in the uh, infant stages of planning for uh, new state-of-the-art uh, technology that will update the exhibits uh, that will be truly fascinating. And, you know, and that's how this village and the, 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 the for-profit village and the, and the museum, the nonprofit museum, work together in complement. Because when you have new technology at the museum and now you have this village, which you discovered when you toured it with Ann Graffis, things are springing out of the ground. Uh, over 200 local workers every day feverishly working to get things done. Uh, things like, and you saw it, Pam, the uh, geodesic uh, dome, the Center for uh, Performance, almost 100,000 square feet, one of the largest uh, fabric domes in the entire nation. Uh, uh, you got you got places where there'll be places to eat, like Shoeless Steakhouse and Brew, uh, brew Kettle. You, got, <laughs> you, you and I talked about last week at the very end, you've got... Uh, the fan engagement zone with the zip line and the Ferris wheel. Someday you and I have to figure out if we're going to get on that zip line. <laughs> right, uh, right. But, but how about this one? Uh, this was a continuing saga that you and I used to talk about, and that was the sports book. Uh, and, you know, the Hall, or excuse me, Hall of Fame Village, the Hall of Fame Village, uh, they, they, they've applied. Uh, we hope that they get uh, this brick and mortar sports book. And, and if they do, it, it, it's going to be a real. Uh, attraction that will cause people to want to come and and uh, stay uh, at at our uh, in our hotels in the community. They're already doing that, by the way, with the youth fields, and then soon to be the 180 room 
uh, hotel and, and a water park. I mean, I could go on and on and on. The, the one thing that we need to emphasize is that this project is an economic engine that will generate revenue, that will generate revenue that will help our schools, our neighborhoods, and improve the quality of life for our entire community as a whole. So we need this, and we should rally around it and, 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 and boast about it, brag about it, and, and tell other people about it. And to that point, that's why I've invited 50 people uh, to come to uh, the game on Thursday night, over 50 people. And we're going to watch it with Mike Crawford's uh, permission from the rooftop of the Center for Excellence. That's great. And, and these are people from the public sector, people like from the governor's office, uh, the Ohio Senate, that can help me and others uh, with public policy measures that will assist the uh, the, the economic development. Um, how about this? People from the private sector, from all across the state and nation, people from Amazon, Intel, Marathon Petroleum, Asino uh, Energy, Instabet. Uh, those, these are folks who not only can be looking at the opportunities to invest in the village, but also other parts of our county that needs help. we got folks who are already looking into uh, downtown Canton, developers who have money who are looking to do things there and other places in Stark County. So uh, I think this is something where, again, we pay tribute to the football greats and, and the fact that uh, we are the home of and the cradle of football, the uh, place where the NFL was founded. But we need to maximize uh, the value and the exposure we get when we bring people here from all across the nation, and that's what I'm trying to do. I know, and, and night. I know that there are people out there. We posted the story about the loan from the city, and the county's going to join in with that. And you know, and there are there are always going to be naysayers out there who are upset that maybe potholes aren't being filled or police aren't being hired. But the money that they're lending them is not money that's earmarked for that. It has to go for economic development. And, you know, so you're always going to hear that. But I keep saying to people, and it's what I did. I went over there and took a look around. And that's what you have to do because it's no longer not happening. It's no longer not coming out of the ground. It's it is there, and it's unbelievable what they have done. I mean, when you look back and see everything. So um, yep. kudos to you for all you've done and for bringing these folks in to see this because it is a show place, and it is also um, should be a model for other communities that can have an opportunity to do something like that. Right. When I put an, ex an exclamation point on what you just said, that the loan is just that. It's going to be paid back. By the way, it's it's what I call public-private a uh, uh, partnership uh, because because of that loan and by the way I mean it, every everything that the city and the county and the foundations are doing are very much appreciated uh, but there's literally hundreds of millions of dollars being invested over there and when 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 the uh, when the uh, uh, public sector uh, participates they get a return on the investment sales taxes that are generated from it, income taxes that are generated from it, uh, property taxes for our schools. So, it, 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 you know, uh, we need more public-private partnerships, and they do it all across the, the state of Ohio and the United States, and I'm glad that we have local leaders who are willing to uh, step up and support 
uh, our community and understand the value of economic development right here in Stark County. Absolutely. Well, you enjoy the Hall of Fame week, Sarah, and um, we will chat again next Monday once it's all through. All right. I'll look forward to it, Pam. All right. Thank you, sir.